This is Sean Mandoli, and you're listening to the Hopeland Church Podcast. I hope you encounter God and walk in new levels of freedom as a result of listening to this message. Enjoy. All right, what's up, everybody? Hope everybody's doing good today. Uh, good to be here, uh, preaching the word here. We're in uh, second segment or uh, sermon of the series, Bring the Noise. And so here we go. I'm going to pray and we're going to jump into the word. And um, uh, I hope that you guys get ministered to today um, and you get encouraged in um, in the word today. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you uh, for your word today. I thank you for, um, Lord, that you are speaking today. God, that you, as your word says, in the last days, the spirit speaks expressly. So I thank you, Lord, today you're gonna speak to us uh, through your word, through the preaching of the word. And I thank you, Lord, when you speak, God, uh, things change. When you speak, things shift. When you speak, we're transformed. So I pray that we just have ears to hear what you're saying to us. In the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. Awesome. Here we go. Bring the noise. Last week, we talked about really, uh, really want to emphasize that God brings the noise. Everything starts with God, right? Everything starts with God. Um, I chose him, but the Bible says he first chose me. I love him, but the Bible says he first loved me. Everything starts with God. The first scripture in the Bible, in the beginning, God. So God brings his voice, his word to us. You can go back and listen to it, watch it. Um, but I really wanted to focus on the fact that bringing the noise isn't about us. It's not about humanity. It's about God coming to us. Um, the Holy Spirit came. There came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. God, God brought the noise, uh, the voice of God, the voice of the Lord to us. So praise God for that. So today we're going to talk about the noise that's to come out of us and through us. Um, make some noise. Bring the noise as a believer, as a child of God. You know, even in, uh, you know, just life itself, um, you know, uh, we like to bring the noise, hopefully. Uh, some of us are louder than others, uh, right, by personality, but um, situations call for noise, right? And, 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 it's, and I mean a cele celebratory sense, right? If you have a, have, a, have a sport you're into or whatever, and your team makes a goal, a touchdown, a basket, wins a championship, there's some noise, right? You have certain stadiums that, um, you know, uh, the, the, the sound levels are so high uh, because they're just celebrating. Um, it, it's a sign of celebration. Noise can be a sign of, of cheering your team on, right? You ever watch a football game and the stadium is so loud because they're just cheering for the team that the quarterback has to go like this. And that means bring the noise down. You know, um, I grew up skateboarding. And so when it was just part of our culture and our skateboard world that if somebody landed a trick, we would celebrate that. We'd make some noise, right? If you, uh, you can go YouTube some skateboard tricks or something and you'll see when somebody makes something, some literal death-defying trick, like their friends are like, woo, right? So they bring the noise. There's something about, we were created that noise comes out of us when we celebrate when we are cheering somebody on, when we're, it's, a, it's a sound of, of victory, of winning, you know? Um, when uh, my kids 
uh, they um, they compete just about with everything. Like the first one up the stairs, the first one down the stairs, the first one with their shoes on. And so, the, you know, when they win, quote unquote, it's always like, I'm the winner, right? There's noise. Noise is natural. When we're celebrating, noise is natural. When we're excited, we can't help it, but we do that. We bring the noise, okay? And so here we go. Let's talk about the kind of noise that God deserves, right? And so I'm gonna just rifle through a bunch of scriptures just so I can get them out there. And then I'm gonna really just dive into one portion of scripture. But I just wanna make the point here scripturally that there is theology and doctrine and soundness of teaching in the word that has to do with noise. And I'm not even exhausting everything in the word. I'm just using one particular phrase and I'm gonna read these first um, handful of scriptures from the King James Version because of the choice of wording. So here we go, uh, here we go. Psalm 66 verse one, it says, make a joyful noise unto God all ye lands. Somebody say joyful noise. Psalm 81 verse one, sing aloud unto God our strength, make a joyful noise. Somebody say joyful noise unto the God of Jacob. Psalm 95 verse one. Oh, come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us make a, you guessed it right, joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95 verse two, let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Make a joyful noise. Somebody say joyful noise unto him with psalms. Psalm 80, sorry, Psalm 98 verse four. Make a, come on, tell me, joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Psalm 98 verse six, two more verses. With trumpets and sound or noise of cornet. It's an instrument. I asked my wife, I was reading the Bible and said, babe, what is cornet? She's like, it's some sort of instrument. And I was like, oh, okay. Anyways, it's an instrument. Um, don't know what it is or what it looks like. Look it up. There, there, there's your uh, homework for today. But sound of cornet, make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. Uh, Psalm 100 verse one, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. God loves a joyful noise from us. There is something in the heart of God, the way he created us. I just explained things before reading these, how natural it is for us humans to open our mouth, to make a noise, to celebrate with a voice, a sound, when something even in our natural world happens that we're excited about, right? And so here we go. This is even more importantly, I want to give you license I want to validate the desire in you. I want to encourage you that a joyful noise is something that your Savior desires from you, okay? And here it is. This is the word joyful noise in the Hebrew. I'm gonna define it for you. Uh, joyful noise, and it's the word ruah, R-U-A, ruah, joyful noise. It's actually one word. It's actually one word. And so before I define it, I'm gonna give you the point. And this is the point. This is my first point. 
Point number one is joy and noise go together. And so when we're joyful, we can't help but be loud. Okay? You ever are you ever you ever get around some friends? I love to be around people that love to laugh. I mean, I love belly laughing people. I love people that love to laugh. So if when when I get around people that enjoy being loud and laughing, and then I'm in the mix and we're having a good time, it's gonna be loud. I remember um, you know, I was in um Germany on a missions trip, and I'm gonna read the definition of joyful noise in a minute. And this is interesting. This is interesting. I think we could have used better manners, but I'm going to make a point here that, um, you know, the crew we were with and we're on a mission trip in Germany. It was amazing. Uh, you know, this um, in um, in uh, Stuttgart, Germany, uh, with a bunch of my friends uh, from Oceanside when I was down there and we were in a restaurant and we were having so much fun <laughs> that uh, our noise was getting on people's nerves. And I'll be honest with you, uh, we're some saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost type of people. So we weren't we weren't intoxicated. Uh, and I understand, I, some of you may understand that, that when you ever notice even when people get drunk or just loud, they don't know how loud they are, right? And so we were just having such a good time. And I think partly, and I'm gonna explain this here. I think, and I'm not advocating this because I know how Americans can be loud and it can be obnoxious. And I think that's part of what it was. So I'm just being honest with you, because in that environment, culturally, um, Americans, uh, they're just loud people by nature. You don't realize how loud you are, Americans, until you go somewhere else where they're not as loud. And then you get around your friends in a public place and you're like, my goodness, we are some loud people. And I think we could have done better. But this is my point, is that in the kingdom of God, the culture of the kingdom has an element of it that is loud when it comes to praise, when it comes to worship that we do not and should not ever have to apologize for the joyful noise that comes out of us in our gatherings or in our worship or our praise. Why? Because Jesus is worthy. Now, could we have used a little bit more um, us Americans in that German restaurant tact and kind of understanding? Yes, I understand. But I'm just drawing the point out that in the kingdom, man, it's our culture that we are loud. I'm not saying all the time, every time, but, I, but there is a scriptural premise and a promise in the word that God's people are shouters. God's people have a joyfulness and a noise that comes out of them, especially when we get together in the assembly, in the gathering, and we're worshiping our king. Once again, joy and noise go together. So there you go, right? Joy and noise go together. Okay, I'm not saying that we always need to be noisy or, you know, I get it. Me and my wife, we need some quiet in the house. I'll be at night. That's kind of, we, we try to get the kids to bed. You know, we've been, we've been trying to get the, kid bed, the kids to bed early and earlier <laughs> so we could have some quiet, right? I understand. When we talk about praise, we talk about our Savior, we talk about Jesus. You just talk about, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're looking at, God, um, in the word of God, even through um, Jewish Hebraic culture. And when it comes to singing and praise, those people, they don't play around. They don't care who's in the room. They don't care if you're a Gentile, they're going to give God praise. Uh, my wife and I, uh, we, um, we, one of our prayer facilities 
um, that we rented from um, uh, some years ago, uh, our church right here in downtown, right over the bridge, was owned by a Jewish gentleman, uh, really cool guy, but he invited us um, to have dinner with them um, one night and they, and, uh, they invited us over and it was a straight up Seder dinner. Like they, they, they were having dinner, but when they ate the dinner, like they were singing, they had the, the scripture open and the wife is serving food. They got kids running around. This, this man is like singing the word and praising God. And he's like explaining to us what he's doing. I'm like, good Lord, we should do this at home. Just worship God while we're eating. But it was, it, to him, it didn't matter that you got a Christian pastor that's renting one of his buildings. And, and our family, like, they're like, look, we're going to give God praise. And so, so joy and noise go together. We, this is part of the, the stock of our culture in the kingdom of God. It, it is at the foundation. So here we go. Let's just dive in to Psalm 100, okay? Psalm 100, verse 1. Once again, and this is out of the New King James Version. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. And then one of the other verses I mentioned, uh, I read earlier in Psalms, it was talking about make a joyful noise, all the earth. And so I find this so fascinating that it does, in this scripture, it doesn't say angels make a noise, doesn't say angelic beings, it doesn't even say heaven, it doesn't say, um, it says the earth, it says the land, like God, the divine being, God himself, the the eternal spirit, God, right, we're talking, is saying, make a noise, earth. He, you know, it, it, it doesn't say angels, angelic beings. It says the land. He's speaking of God himself, a spirit, spiritual being, desires a noise to come from his creation. Think about this. He's saying the land, he's saying um, the earth. Uh, we were made, the Bible says, from the dust, from the land, um, the earth. Um, and so I, I just had some questions as I was reading this. Um, what is it about this soil that he treasures so much, that he desires something to come from creation, the land, the earth, humanity? Why is he saying, make a noise? Humanity, the earth, we are made from the dust of the earth, right? He's, he's speaking of his natural creation. What treasure? I have a question for you. What treasure did he put in this soil that he gave his only son to get back? He's talking about the earth, the soil, humanity. Wow. And here it is. I, I forgot to share this. Uh, the definition of joyful noise. He desires this from you because you are his creation. You were made from the dust of the earth, right? And the, the Bible says that the kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden in a what? A field, land, dirt. He gives all he has to get the treasure in the field. What treasure? has he put inside of you that he gave his son to get you back? 
Wow. But this is what it means, joyful noise, ruah. means to raise a shout, to give a blast. This isn't some trying to be cute type of praise. It's a give a blast. It's a jubilant, jubilant shouting. Okay, and it associates itself, this definition, to a battle cry, to a war cry, right? There's intensity with this. Raise your battle cry um, to split the ears with sound. There's a certain pitch that my children have that splits the ears, okay? I'm gonna have to get my ears checked. And because, and my wife hears it, and she's like, whoa, 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 bring that down, right? Uh, there is a, a, a noise that is just, it's uncomfortable. You're coming from my, our five-year-old and our seven-year-old and even our one-year-old, soon to be one-year-old. Actually, today is one year as of yesterday, as you're watching this. Um, but there is a, 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 this one means to split the ears with sound. Uh, it means to blow an alarm. Um, this is serious business, right? Joyful noise. And it, it associates itself also a shout of triumph over our enemies. And so um, there is a noise that comes from us, our praise, the joyful noise, bring the noise. That troubles the enemy. You can see it within narratives in scripture of what it did, the shout did. And, and when God's people collectively shouted, um, you, can, you can see it all over the book. But there is a shout that splits the ears, that agitates, that, that, that um, is, there's a triumph in it over your enemies. And I'm here to tell you right now, every victory and progress in your, in your walk with the Lord isn't always going to be as the result of a shout, but there are victories you will not attain without it. Why? Because God has designed us to, to live in this and to make a joyful noise to the Lord, all you lands. All right, here we go. I'm just gonna read some of my notes about this. The land, he wants to hear it from the land, the earth. Divinity, divinity, we're talking about God, desires a certain type of noise from the earth. God desires a noise from you. The eternal spirit, God himself, longs for a distinct sound from fallen, frail humanity. It is a relational thing that God desires. There is some, there's a shout in you that God desires to hear because he says, make a joyful noise. All the earth, all the earth. What is it about us and this noise that he so desires? So amazing that God desires us from us. There is something about our will. Why? Because if you really look, angels were created to praise. They were, if I could say, for lack of a better term, programmed per se, in a sense, because um, all there's angels in heaven that all they say is holy, holy, holy. That's it. That's it. Um, when they say good morning, they say holy, holy, holy. When they say, excuse me, they say, holy, holy, holy. When they, you know what I'm saying? So that's all they say. Um, but we, the redeemed humanity has a choice. There's something about our will, our choice. Um, 
When I first met Crystal Gale, my wife, I was captivated. I was like, I was focused. I was coming up after her, right? And, but it's her choice that changed everything. She said, yes, hallelujah. Uh, uh, she said, yes, there, you know, and, and, and Christ is the husband and we are the bride. I mean, he wants our choice that we actually have the privilege to choose to worship him. We have the privilege to choose to adore him. We have the privilege to choose to give him praise. And there's something about our will and our choice. We are not programmed to praise. We, the redeemed, choose to love him. He desires it. Here it is. Psalm chapter 5, verse 7 says, But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercies, in fear of you. Here it is. I will, I will worship toward your holy temple. I will, I have a choice. I will come into your house and I will worship toward your holy temple. Psalm 147, verse 11. I'm gonna read this quickly. The Lord takes pleasure. There it is. He takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. Once again, here it is, my next point. God takes pleasure in your praise. God takes pleasure in your praise. It's not a praise isn't about anybody else but you and Jesus. So, Sometimes you got to be willing to be a fool with your praise. And if there's no foolery in it ever, uh, we're missing something, right? I, I, and I'm not saying, I get it. Some people could be weird and you're like, no, that's, that's weird. Right? I get it. But I mean, we can't just be so dignified with our praise. I mean, it's not gonna, it's not supposed to, it's not for people. And so if it's, if it's for God, I mean, you go into an, a certain environment, uh, people that aren't even, let's say they're not f soccer fans, and you go to a soccer stadium and it's like a, a national game, man, people go nuts, right? And that might not, somebody that doesn't understand, that doesn't get that, doesn't even like soccer, they're like, man, what's this, what's all the commotion? Like, you know, so w when it comes to giving God praise, you gotta understand God desires it. That's the reason we do it, because he desires it, he's worthy. Right, um, you know, and uh, like, honestly, I mean, everybody that knows me knows this. I mean, I, I am tone deaf. I can't, I can't sing worth nothing. Like it, I mean, it's not, you know, nobody's gonna help me with that. The technique is not, I'm not, I mean, uh, my wife says I'm tone deaf. I, I honestly don't even know exactly what that means um, other than, you know, she's, uh, she tried to shut down my praise sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But I can't allow uh, people's discomfort with the noise I make stop me from giving Jesus praise. I have been saved and delivered from too much to, um, to be a people pleaser when it comes to my praise, all right? I'm being kind of facetious here. But in our house, I, I honestly, like in our house with our children, I always try to, uh, you know, just... 
uh, I want them to see that that we we you know I, I, I we we love Jesus and and we're going to be foolish for him and give him praise. And Gia, uh, you know, I get already she's only seven, but with my praise and my worship, I always get I still I, I, I'm already getting little sideways looks like Dada, like what are you doing, you know? And I'll be like, I'm giving God praise, Gia. That's what I'm doing. Like, what are you doing? Okay, and we kind of have fun with it, and it's not. I, I well, it, it's not all super serious, and I, I mean, I'm just saying, there's a joyful noise, joy and noise go together. Okay, so God d- takes pleasure in your praise. Here we go, verse two, Psalm 100, verse two. Uh, serve the Lord. Here it is. Serve the Lord uh, with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Here it is. Serve means to work until the ground labor. Uh, and so this is part of our worship. It is part of um, what we do. But I, I just want to encourage you here in the context of the scripture, praise is first. The joyful noise, the, that, that, that is the focal point. That is the foundation of our life is worship. But um, serving must come from a place of worship. It must. It has to in the kingdom of God. I mean, you could do good things for people. But I'm just saying in the kingdom, if you want longevity, if you want to stay in the will of God, if you want to continue to love him, continue to walk with him and continue to serve other people, worship and praise must be the foundation, okay? The foundation must be from a strong and growing relationship with Jesus. Um, I say this in all seriousness because I there are people that, I've, uh, that I see that have a passion to serve but if their relationship with Jesus isn't strong and growing, not perfect, but there's a pursuit there, their serving will be short-lived. It does not last uh, because um, without you as an individual being in the presence of God and how do we live in that place and walk in that place? It's worship, it's praise, it's, it's intimacy. And that's why the second verse says, serve the Lord. The first one says, um, joyful noise. Um, If you serve and have no shout, you will burn out. If you serve, because serving in here, it means work. And it's part of walking with God. If you serve and have no shout, you will burn out. And let me say this, because serving is, is in the word. I mean, it's just, it's all in there. Jesus is our model, serving. Jesus came to serve. I get it, but worship must be the where you live from as you go out and serve others. Now, if you shout and you do not serve, you will not grow. You will not grow uh, because serving is part of the fabric of our Savior and his heart toward humanity. And that is part of how we grow and develop. Because serving is where we're not just living for me. Uh, Serving gets us out of a selfish life. But once again, the the, the foundation, the important part here we're talking today is, is if you serve and do not have a shout in you for God, there's no joyful noise. You're serving, it'll, you'll dry up and you'll burn out and you won't last and your serving will be tainted with frustration and attitudes 
and all that stuff. And that in itself is, we just don't want to go there. And so we need a shout to stay in the presence of God in our praise. Here we go. Praise is not about, here it is. Um, you know, come before him with singing. Uh, come before his presence with singing. That means you come with singing. You come and sing, right? And this is the thing. Praise is not about listening to your favorite worship song. I'm gonna say it again. Uh, because it says come before him with singing, not come before him with listening. Now we do listen to him, but what I'm saying is worship is me singing. I can't sing. I will never be on a platform singing. Whenever I'm on the platform, even in church, and I'm, we're, we're praying for people, if I'm gonna sing, I've been directed by some of our leaders to take the mic from my mouth so that people don't hear, right? And uh, uh, one of our leaders in the studio is like, that wasn't me, I didn't do that. Uh, we're not gonna say who that is, uh, and who did it. Uh, but it's okay, it's, it's, I'm not offended, it's all right. Why, because it's just not my place, but I'm gonna pull that mic down so nobody else to hear it, but God wants to hear my praise. God desires my praise, as I just said in one of our points here. Um, but the point is, I have to come with praise. So, so praise is not about me listening to my favorite song. That's not praise. I mean, I get it. I get that that helps. And, but it's not about listening to a song. It's about praising. Praise is a joyful noise that comes from you personally to the God of your salvation. Right? Do you have a praise? Um, you know, people. I know people that love God. They're walking with God. They want to obey God, but they have no praise. They, they, they've never done it. Uh, that's possible. You could be in church your whole life and you never really say, oh God, I love you. I worship you. Lord, I give you glory. It doesn't have to be like that. Maybe that's just my style. Maybe that's the way I do it. But man, don't live outside the blessing of praise because the Bible says he inhabits praises. Praise in your house. Praise in your car. Praise in the shower. Praise when you come, when you go, set up times where you worship, you praise. Um, the Bible says to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm here to say, let's not be spectators. Let's, 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 let's enjoy his presence, not spectate others enjoying his presence, right? Um, let's come before him with, with singing, with singing, all right? Here it is. Here's my next point. Here it is, shout, sing, and serve. How about that, three S's, all right? It's got a little, got a little jingle to it, right? So we're gonna shout, sing, and serve, all right? You need, you need all of them, you, need, you want all of it, right? Let's be worshipers and not warriors, right? Let's, let's be praisers and, and not problematic. Let, let's be people that, that know how to give God some praise. I'm here to tell you, man, I mean, and, and I'm not even looking really at narratives in the word. I'm, maybe we'll get into some of those the next couple of weeks of stories of where the shout brought the walls down, where shout um, caused the enemy to scatter, right? That, that there is some spiritual authority in praise. Um, I heard one preacher say one time that worship is acquisition in the kingdom of God, that we uh, we acquire things from God, uh, not just because we do things and we serve, but because we worship, because we worship. Verse three, here we go. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. If your shout isn't grounded in authentic intimacy with Jesus, 
It has no spiritual substance or strength in it. I'm gonna say this one more time. If your shout isn't grounded in authentic intimacy with Jesus because it says, know the Lord, uh, it, it has no spiritual substance or strength to it. All right. So joy and noise go together. I'm just going to review uh, what we've been talking about, and then we're going to conclude here. Uh, but joy and noise go together, right? It's both. God takes pleasure in our praise. And I want to encourage you out there um, that God takes pleasure in your praise. And let me encourage you that you don't need to wait to get it together to give God praise. You don't need to wait to kind of grow a little bit to give God praise. You don't need, don't allow the devil uh, to condemn you or to make you feel like you can't give God praise. Um, I'm not saying that you always feel like it. What I'm saying is God takes pleasure in it. And many times it's the times where we don't feel like we deserve to give God praise or we shouldn't give God praise. Those are the times that it matters the most because that's why it's called um, the sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks unto his name. Um, what comes into play there uh, in sacrifice? There could be a lot of stuff going on, but all the Bible's saying is, all the word is saying is, use your mouth and give him thanks. What, what, what are the necessary things to give God praise? You need God and you need a mouth. There it is. Um, well, you know, you know, Sean, I'm really struggling with some things right now. Perfect time to give God praise. Well, you know, I just, um, I'm kind of worried about uh, the future. I'm kind of, uh, things are so uncertain right now. Perfect time to give God praise. He takes pleasure in praise. Um, you know, well, I'm just feeling a little down. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm just not there uh, right now. Uh, the Bible says that, um, you know, he has given us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm here to say, you got to bring the noise. You have to bring the noise in your struggle. You got to bring the noise in your trial. You have to bring the noise when things are unknown and unclear and uncertain. Bring the noise because he inhabits a joyful noise. He is enthroned in your praise. This isn't rocket science. This isn't super deep intellectual theology. This is the Bible. This is God's way of developing his relationship with you and your relationship with him. All right, God takes pleasure in our praise. You gotta shout, sing, and serve. Let's do it all. Let's do it all. Let's be a people that are going to um, give God praise and just uh, passionately worship him and give him what he's worthy of. And let's continue to be a people that serve um, it from the foundation of worship. All right, here we go. Psalm 100, verse three, let's go back to that. Um, know, know that God, know that the Lord, he is God. It's, it's powerful that this psalm ends. It comes in for a landing. It starts with shouts of praise, joyful noise. It talks about serving. It ends here with knowing that the Lord is God. It, it's, it's concluding like, that if you want to develop a relationship with God and know Jesus and know his ways 
and know how he works and know his heart towards you and know his heart towards people and know his plan and his purpose. I'm telling you, it's going to come in the context of, 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 of being a person that knows how to bring the noise of praise. And, and here it is, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. Uh, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. That word know in the Hebrew is the word yada. It's Y-A-D-A. And it is a word that speaks of intimacy, of knowledge or experiential knowledge. I know Crystal Gale more today than when I met her Thanksgiving Day 2007 because I have history with this woman of God. I have been through some things with her. We've had some mountaintop experiences and we've walked through the valley. Come on, somebody. We've had some times of laughter and we've had some times of intense moments of fellowship. We've engaged in heated debate about things, right? We've had arguments. That's a very spiritual friendly way of saying argument. We've had arguments and we have had times of just, we've had tears and we've had joy, right? So no, you can know God like that, that, that intimacy, that really knowing him and being known by him. And here it is. If your shout um, isn't grounded in authentic intimacy with Jesus, it has no spiritual substance or strength to it. Um, it must be coupled with a willingness to do his will. Amen? Um, it must. Um, it's not just a moment of a shout alone. It's that we shout on the journey of obedience. We shout and give God praise, but we got some history with him. See, I could do all the shouting and celebrating with Crystal Gale in 2007. I mean, she was looking good. We was acting right. You know what I'm saying? We was on our best behavior and everything was cool. I was ready to meet her parents. I'm like, let's do this, girl, right? And But then, you know, you, 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 I have some experiential knowledge. We've been through some things. We've been married 11 years plus. And so um, I, we don't have it all together. I don't know. There's more to know. There's more to discover. There's more to this journey with her. But um, but our shout now carries some weight. Our, our good times now carry weight. We've been through some things. We have known each other and we're getting to know each other more. I'm here to say it's a journey. You don't have to be super, uh, like uh, you look at somebody that you feel like, man, they really know God and they walk with God. Wow. And don't be discouraged by that. Be encouraged, but know that you can know God now. You're on a journey. Just keep developing that relationship. Amen. So, so yada, it's know by experience. All right. It is a knowing and a trust that God is ultimately in control. And that he is working his purpose in me and in the earth. I don't mean that I just read that. I mean that I know that. That you need to know that. Knowledge of God. Knowing God is at the end of the day, you know uh, deep in your spirit, in your soul, in your heart, that God is in control of my purpose and, and the broader purpose in the earth. God is working things together for good. And so here it is, my last point. Knowing God is everything. Knowing God is everything. And so bring the noise. What is this all about? It's about 
a way and a method and a principle in the word by which we get to know God better. And I'm talking about a joyful noise of praise, of worship, of a shout to God. Uh, knowing God is everything, is everything. Here it is, the last couple of verses. Um, Psalm 100, verse four. It says, enter his gates. It just continues here. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Psalm 100, verse five. For the Lord is good. Why do we bring noise and give God? Because he's good. Why do we give him our, our worship and our adoration? Because he is good. He is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. This is the God that we serve and he's worthy of a shout. I'm here to tell you right now, if you've, if you've been lagging a little bit in your shout, in your praise, in your worship, personally, together with others, privately, wherever. I'm encouraging you, step in there this week. Step into some praise. Give God a shout. Just cut loose. Give him a shout. And, and in your mind, your soul, your emotion, my God, what are you doing? And it's okay. The Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Um, let your shout, your praise, your joyful noise, that is your invitation to God to come and to manifest himself where you are. So Father, I just pray for everybody today. I pray for your blessing on their life. I pray that you cover them, that you keep them. I pray that you stir up in them the shout of praise and that they release their praise, their shout. And I thank you, Father God, that it brings triumph and victory into their life. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed the message. My prayer is that you will change your world as a result of what you listen to today. If you're ever in the LA area, join us for one of our weekend gatherings and remember to follow us on social media. Peace.